0: Tell me, Michael, do you bleed?
1: you have to sound more
0: like um, like I can edit that in post I can make it sound like a robot
1: well what you need to do is you need to go and have the Christian Bale lung cancer voice and just smoke even more so that it necessitates that little breather box voice thing so that when you hit Batman 5 Superman you're like tell me Superman do you bleed well you will well you will
0: tell me do you bleed not really oh well, you will.
1: <laughs> you cut me, and all it comes out is chocolate at this point.
0: <laughs> high fructose corn syrup.
1: High fructose corn syrup. Pepsi is switching over their uh, their recipe from high fructose corn syrup to actual sugar.
0: Like permanently. Permanently, yeah. So Pepsi. Not even just the throwback,
1: Pepsi's. I guess not. I. I but Pepsi will now be better than Coke. I mean, yeah. I didn't have a preference before, but now have you have tried the? That-
0: Horrible fucking green. Coke. The sugarcane one. Yeah, it tastes well, weird. It's sugarcane plus Splenda.
1: That's disgusting. It's because it's only it like disgusting. fifty calories. It's it, it's it's gross.
0: It's awful, and it yeah. comes in a green can, which makes it look even more gross. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's what is this, vegetables? This is the
1: color of my shit after I've eaten too much lettuce. That's which is why I don't eat lettuce. Not
0: how that or should work.
1: Any vegetables at all? Wow. Well.
0: Michael has green poop, ladies and gentlemen. Yes,
1: I do, except for the occasional time when it's blue. Yeah. Has that ever happened to you? It freaked me out a couple times. No. Anyways, hello and welcome to Off Time Jive. My name is Michael Holler. My name is Michael Holler. And this week, we have the massive clusterfuck... Of trailers and teasers and teasers for teasers.
0: It has been a week of fucking teasers. It has been. Oh, Hollywood! You're such a fucking tease.
1: (laughs) Such a tease. You're gonna just. uh...
0: So first of all, um, actually, it was a week of teasers and regular old trailers. Yes, it was. Uh, we start out with what was the first thing that came out?
1: Ant Man was the first thing that came out. Yeah. Yeah, um, and it was the trailer to single-handedly get me. Excited for the project for the first time since Edgar Wright was going to be involved. Um, since Edgar Wright left, I kind of lost faith in the production, and then after seeing the original teaser, I kind of resigned. I was like, "This is going to suck." Because that teaser was terrible. It was inconsistent. It was, it was all over the place. It it felt like they were going in the wrong direction for a fucking guy that can control ants with his mind.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> um, but we we get a new we get a new look at it, and uh, it's it's a very it's a very interesting teaser in the sense that it, it has a tone of Guardians of the Galaxy while keeping the, I'd say, kind of the Iron Man storyline where it's, you know, one man has a suit and evil corporation government tries to take the suit and weaponize it for mass production mm-hmm. and guy A with suit has to go up against guy B with suit.
0: Yeah. I'm watching but it right now. W- without, silently
1: Without Jeff Bridges. I'm trying
0: to figure out what's going on. There's some explosions in there.
1: Yeah. No, but it it, it I think it, it nails the humor that I thought they tried to hit and didn't hit in the first trailer.
0: hmm
1: Or the teaser. Did we ever figure out who's directing this? Uh I don't think we did. I think it was the <laughs> a consensus person? was like not Edgar Wright
0: the who's con- directing the, it. The consensus was not Edgar Wright. Um
1: and man. But uh it, it was very I don't know, it was Peyton exciting.
0: Reed. Who Isn't that had, a Oh, football he's directed player? a lot
1: of things. Um Oh, God. He did Yes Man, The Breakup,
0: Bring It On. So, nothing but classics.
1: Did The Show with Bob and David, and the Love Bug 1997 film. Okay. So, um... Okay, um... Not exactly uh, Edgar Wright. Not... Not exactly Edgar Wright, um...
0: Bring It On with Kirsten Dunst.
1: Bring It On, but... But no, it, it has humor in the trailer, like when they when they say, Hey, are you ready to become the hero? And Paul Rudd is, absolutely. My days of breaking into places and stealing stuff are behind me. What do you need me to do? And Michael Douglas goes, I um, need you to break into a place and steal some stuff.
0: I need you to steal some shit for me. And he was
1: like, that makes sense. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it is a little humorous. It lo- but um, we were talking about this last night a little bit. It's like, if they hit somewhere in between Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy. That's probably where it should be, humor-wise. Yeah. And even subject matter-wise. Like, Guardians of the Galaxy was allowed to be super fucking weird. Yeah, because um, it was. And, that's, yeah,
1: and it worked it's... for it. But I think the thing about Guardians is why it worked so well is because you had James Gunn attached to it. It was a director... It had a very strong a director very strong with a vision, very strong yeah. vision for it. This, yeah. I mean... You had a very strong director with a very strong vision for and it, and now we have Bring It On.
0: Now you have an even stronger one. Um, you've got Bring It On and some other shit that you said. You well, said the love be- bug? I did but say But not like bug. Herbie the love bug. Just the love bug. With Lindsay Lohan. It was the one in 1997, yeah. which was the year that you were born?
1: Uh, it was later than that, yeah.
0: You were born in 1999.
1: I was born in ninety nine, yeah. No, but um, it, it was just, I don't know, I mean, to be fair... He did the Bring It On movies, which that spawned a trilogy. I don't think Edgar Wright's ever spawned a, a trilogy or a franchise.
0: He, he I did guess Scott Pilgrim. We're not gonna get a sequel to that. Ever. But, um, uh that's you know, that's probably one of my top favorite movies, like literally of all that's like a movie that I could put on pretty much any time and watch it straight through. Yeah. I really enjoy that movie.
1: It was a fun movie. It was exactly what it needed to be. Um, I think it's just because so it's like flashy
0: too. and a lot of colors, and it keeps my attention. Yeah, I don't know what happens in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, it has to do with like love and heartache, both concepts of which you are unfamiliar I, with. Well,
0: heartache plenty, and love—it's like that thing that humans feel, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Um, but Ant Man, we get an interesting look at it. It, my favorite part of the trailer is at the end of it where. It's very dramatic and intense, and this train's coming to hit uh, Yellow Jacket, but you forget that's all the scale of ants, and it, it pulls back and it shows you that it's just like a little kid's play set, like Thomas the toy, <laughs> Thomas the different. train, yeah. and you're like boop, and it just falls over.
0: This is an anticlimax. It's, um, it's
1: hilarious, yeah, and I hope it has that kind of humor throughout because I think that's what will. No, they just make gave it all away in the trailer. Oh, yeah, speaking of terminator genesis.
0: Um, so that was the other thing, terminator genesis. Genisis. Gen Isis. Gen Why did they change that? I have no fucking idea. Did they want to avoid associations with Isis? I'd
1: No, I don't know.
0: Cuz that would be stupid. Genisis. But...
1: I what don't know what the this, fuck is This a... movie looks like a cinematic terrorist attack. <laughs> um God, what the fuck, guys?
0: I don't even know what happens in it other than they spoil something that seems like it would be a relatively major fucking plot point. Yeah. Um,
1: Unless, like, we've been bait-and-switched this whole time into thinking that the plot that they've been talking about I'm was not that, actually the plot of the movie.
0: Well, I think that might be the case. Because, like, how are you gonna... Okay, well, for anybody that doesn't know already, we're gonna spoil it, too. John Connor... Is a Terminator um, central figure of the entire franchise is now a Terminator? Yeah, and which it's is not like a robot.
1: Yeah, it's it's from not. From what they tell me, it's not the T1000 disguising himself as John Connor. It's actually John Connor who is now a cyborg.
0: How do you know that? How do you know it's not somebody disguising themselves?
1: Because they say it. So. He's like, like, if
0: I was going to disguise myself as John Connor, I wouldn't tell people that I was disguising myself as John Connor. Oh, I really? would go around saying, I'm the real fucking John Connor guy.
1: Well, then why are they making this whole big deal where we have to save John Connor, who's not actually John Connor? It's a machine that's some other guy that's randomly spliced with a machine that's I'm not actually John Connor. I'm just saying, you John don't know Connor. the
0: story yet. Well, and neither I, does th- the like, movie, that's, apparently. That's got to be, like, a major oversight. If, like, that, that's... That that would be ridiculous. Like if they, that's like if they spoiled Sixth Sense in the trailer.
1: That's like if they spoiled the Amazing Spider-Man two in every single. Oh shit! Wait.
0: No. I think the Amazing Spider-Man two was. that trailer Spider-Man where Stacy die? Oh, that doesn't even matter. That movie was spoiled to begin with. Um, Remember there when was they no included Gwen
1: Stacy in the franchise, and you're like, "Oh, she's gonna die." Well, and by and the time the first what? film ended, we we're like, "She's." Still alive? See, like, I would
0: argue that it wasn't even a major spoiler, because anybody that knows Gwen Stacy knows that she only exists to die. But the thing about... She's the definition of, like, the fridge girlfriend... What is that trope? I
1: actually think that that was a Green Lantern character. That
0: what? Was, it was that a that Green, Lantern Green Lantern character, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, but... But no. But, I mean, the Amazing Spider-Man movies were tailored for people who knew nothing about Spider-Man. That's why they did well financially, and so poorly critically. Mm-hmm. But Well, actually, I'd say the Amazing Spider-Man series failed critically because it failed on being a movie, but that's neither here nor there. We're here to talk about Terminator, spoil everything in the trailer, Genesis. Yeah. We shouldn't have to go, spoiler alert, for a trailer, you mm-hmm. know? I mean, I, I, I know people that are like, I don't want to watch the trailer or the teaser because I, I want to go into the movie unprepared, yeah. but the thing is, if a teaser does its job right, you see... Glimpses at the tone, look, the consistency of how the, basically like the shit of the movie, of how it's supposed to feel, mm-hmm. and with things like Star Wars we get that, with things like Iron Man three we get the exact opposite of that, but when you have a movie that goes over individual plot points verbatim hashtag Spider Man two, um, it it ruins it and that, and that's it's at that point where I can understand not watching the trailer. I mean, I don't give a shit about Terminator Genoisis. I probably wasn't going to watch the movie anyways because it looks terrible. But it, it's just, it's, it's, it saddens me to the fact that there's so many cool and interesting moments that you could have seen uh-huh. that you now will not have that experience. Uh, they, I mean, this franchise has done it before with Terminator 2. You right. Know? You know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, explain for anyone else.
1: Uh, well, in, in the trailers for Terminator 2, um, it had like John Connor was running from the police officer, who you didn't know was the T One Thousand, and suddenly Arnold Schwarzenegger comes walking down the hall with his shotgun, and the officer and Terminator both aim their guns up, and Arnold Schwarzenegger says, "Get down!" and you realize like, "Holy shit!" The Terminator's here to save him. That's awesome. Yeah. But um, it was a reveal that would have been so much better in the oh, movie Cause blown
0: if you, the head off of your fucking shoulders yeah
1: because if, if you look at the movie because
0: um, you would have been like the bad, guys, the bad the guys, guy is the good guy yeah. what
1: yeah basically the plot of every dragon ball z story arc ever <laughs> um yeah i guess
0: so. yeah that makes sense
1: vegeta's no piccolo is the greatest threat we've ever faced until oh now he's helping us fight vegeta vegeta is the greatest threat we've ever oh now we're fighting frieza
0: I remember like my introduction to Dragon Ball was long after the whole Piccolo thing, so like I only ever knew him as a good guy. And no one ever saw Dragon Ball. Yeah, no one saw Dragon Ball. I was like, what? Yeah, they used to run it on like regular Cartoon Network, but at a time that you, it was like kind of like the Nick Jr. version of of Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, if you think about it.
1: Yeah. I recently went and binged watch all of Dragon Ball Abridged. And it was, I was hilarious. I really
0: hoping you were going to say I recently went and binged-watched like, all of Nick Jr.
1: All oh, well, of Nick Jr., yeah. No. Um, so
0: much Bear in the Big Blue House.
1: <laughs> so much Blue's Clues.
0: Does it, I didn't think Bear in the Big Blue House was a Nick Jr. thing, was it? I, don't I know. have
1: no idea. That was before my time, sir.
0: Really? Because it was like long after my time.
1: Yeah, exactly. I was a Drake and Josh person.
0: So that was during my time, so... No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. You and were already 50. Why were you
1: still watching Nick Jr.? Well, You're it perf? was
0: my time to I'm still watching Nick teens on Wait, television. What? what was that? What? I didn't say anything.
1: <laughs> but, uh... but no. Drake and
0: Josh came on when I was, like, in middle school. Yeah. So that means that you were, like, a fucking... You were a little tiny a sperm.
1: Yeah, no. You were a zygote. I was on Namek.
0: You were swimming around in your dad's ballsack. Uh, which was after you were born, which is weird.
1: It's not a picture I wanted in my head. Oh, That's God. how you testicular torsion. Uh, hashtag callback.
0: Throwback Thursday. Throwback Sunday.
1: Throwback Sunday. Throwback Sunday unless we're recording this,
0: uh, like, several hours after this was supposed to be released.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we're operating on a, this great, wonderful schedule, so. Mm-hmm. But Terminator Genoises, if you didn't want to see the movie before, you Probably don't want to see it anymore at all.
0: Um, and I didn't want to see it at all.
1: And now I really don't want to see it.
0: Well, I just don't care.
1: Now, now I just want to see Amelia Clark.
0: You know what amazes me about that is I was going to bring that up. She looks weird as a brunette, and that's her hair color. That's her natural hair color. She didn't. She's not actually a blonde. Yeah. Um, she looks like Hayden Panettiere. She does,
1: and it kind of throws me off. Like even when she delivers some lines, mm-hmm. I'm like.
0: Or Holy shit! Shave like, the cheerleader.
1: I, I think I think someone saw Amelia Clark and was like, "We just have to make another Terminator movie." With yeah. Me. And I think that was the reason, and that's why this movie feels so incredibly arbitrary and forced. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it is Terminator has I... been a movie that's it's been a franchise that's literally been dead since James Cameron left the project.
0: What do you think it is? It's it's just money, right? Like when you're an actor like her. And you're, like, on the hottest show in, like, the fucking world. You're, like, you could do anything that you want. Why go with, like, the shitty Terminator knockoff? (laughs) Like, why? At that point, because she's got to be making enough money on Game of Thrones that she could, like, literally be doing these artistic kind of just passion projects that you see some people do. And, like, she does Broadway shows. She was just doing a Broadway show, like, last year, didn't she? Um, Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we saw the She could do whatever
0: she wants. Why would you do the big stupid blockbuster rather than a paycheck?
1: We saw the same thing with Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington was in. Resident Palm Evil, piece of shit.
0: Fucking. Kit <laughs> Harrington and Sean Bean were in. What was it? Silent Hill? Silent Hill, right. Silent Hill 2. Mm-hmm. Revelations
1: or some shit. Um, and then. Sean Bean die in that? Probably. No, he didn't, actually, because really? he was barely in it. Uh, actually, no. I think I remember Sean Bean from the first Silent Hill movie. He was in the first Silent Hill movie in which he didn't die, he got trapped in an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Um, well
0: he was in this most recent one too because he was you know, people talking about game of thrones
1: oh god and then um uh, yeah kid harrington was also in palm piece of shit which i'm assuming he died because pompey um mm-hmm. and then wait what you didn't know
0: what happened to Pompeii? it was uh it was flooded wait, shut up i haven't seen the movie yet. there was a great well, let's I've... get to the good news. Good news, Star Wars, Star man. Wars. Star
1: Wars celebration is this weekend, mm-hmm. or by the time this comes out, it will have been this past weekend.
0: How does that work? I when I was living in Florida, I remember Star Wars celebration being like basically every other weekend, like every five minutes. I would, oh, they're doing a Star Wars thing in the, the MGM, and that was the only reason that you would you know ever go to MGM. <laughs>
1: it's
0: not MGM anymore. It's. Uh... Disney Hollywood Studios, although they, I think they changed that again to something else. Anyway, how often is celebration?
1: Uh, you know, I'm not sure because I know they used to do Star Wars weekend at Disney parks, yeah, which should have been an indication before the Lucasfilm Disney deal went down that something was going to happen with Lucasfilm and Disney.
0: Oh no, like uh, that the Star Wars section of that theme park has been there since like the early '90s. Has it? Yeah, it's In been Disneyland? there like. Not in Disneyland, in the Disney World, anyway. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't It's been remember. there forever.
1: But, uh, but, yeah, they used to do Star Wars Weekends at Disney, and I think they're still doing that. And independently, they also had Star Wars Celebration. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now I guess they're they're just doing both? I'm not sure. Because I know Star Wars Celebration now is in Anaheim. Is it in Disneyland? I'd assume it would be in Disneyland.
0: In Anaheim? Yeah. Well, I mean, Disneyland is in Anaheim, yeah. I,
1: yeah. But but anyways, it's a it's a big celebration where they have... A bunch of news and reveals and people in costumes and everything, and panels, and it's awesome. Did you hear? J.J. J. Abrams bought $1,500 worth of pizza for everyone that waited overnight in line for really? that panel.
0: Yeah. Such a nice guy.
1: Yeah. Um, and every like everyone who was there like cheered loudly. And then he made the announcement, like, we tried to do as much with practical effects as possible. And then everyone screamed louder, like, in the world where practical effects well, cause a bigger thing, applause man. than pizza, like
0: yeah um only amongst star wars fans only, like well, if it was just regular people they'd be like what are practical effects <laughs> what are you talking about it's like
1: you know all the shit they did in men in black 3 yeah that but that movie wasn't good mm-hmm. well it that's not the point <laughs> yeah but um but no and you know we got this whole did you did you watch the panel because i remember i had to go to I had to go to this thing called school. And Ew. I told one of my professors, I was sitting in class, and I said, Listen, I came to your class instead of staying at home and watching the live stream of the J.J. J. Abrams Star Wars panel. And she just looked at me. Why didn't like, you just do both? It hey, well, was. so fun. She just looked at me like, What? And I'm like, Exactly. <laughs> it means a lot that I'm here. Um,. And and then I sat in the whole class, like on my phone, watching the panel. And they're like, "Mr. Holler, you need to pay to shh." Star Wars. Yeah. No. But, uh-huh. <laughs> but um, but but no, that uh, that did happen, and it was a very interesting panel. They they revealed a lot. Uh, for what one. They say? For one, that planet that everyone immediately it's assumed not. was Tatooine.
0: I'm looking at it right now.
1: Is not Tatooine. Uh, what is it? It's this planet called J- Jakub. Jakub? That's, t- like that's that? stupid. It's t- Tatooine. Tatooine I'm just is better.
0: Jacob. Kashyyyk? It's like, it's like it's planet Jacob, but <laughs> if Jacob was a fucking goober. <laughs> Jacob um, You're such a Jacob But, but being such a Jacob, Mikey Chang.
1: Do you bleed?
0: Do you <laughs> bleed, bleed Jacob
1: But I mean, like, and everyone was like, oh, okay, I guess. Um... Mm. But I mean, I guess like it makes sense. Like, how much shit can possibly happen on what's supposed to be a backwater planet? I mean, if you're, but, like, if there's if a you're planet at the center a of the
0: Why make it another sand planet?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, because it visual it looks, it looks beautiful. If then just planet, put it on Tatooine. If there's then who cares? A, if there's a center of the universe, you're on the planet that's farthest from that. Apparently, happens to be the center of the universe. Um, but but no, that's I mean that was interesting. We talked a little more about the characters. Um, so I guess John Boyega's character Finn is indeed a stormtrooper which can be really interesting because we might see some imperial perspective of this which Mm -hmm. is something i've always wanted to see because i've always wanted to see that perspective because i mean if you think about it history is basically yes there are revolutions there are freedom fighters and people are branded freedom fighters or terrorists based solely on which side wins Mm -hmm. so it'll be cool to see that imperial perspective yeah um Oscar Isaac his character he has one moment in the trailer where he's piloting the X-Wing he's like whoa and he's yeah. really happy which mm-hmm. I don't think they knew that he was filming he probably just after he got out of wardrobe he sat in the cockpit of the, the, the X-Wing Yeah, and he was like whoa and they're <laughs> like oh
0: mister that yeah it was just him, the, him getting in
1: we um, were rolling <laughs> like, ah, fuck you put it in um, what you mean I mean it's a fucking X-Wing and you're now in Star Wars so who wouldn't do that well not Liam Neeson but, but I mean you know
0: Yeah, I think the first thing that strikes me about this trailer when I watch it is, like J.J. Abrams said, the practical effects. It it could not look more different than the fucking prequels. Like, the prequels looked like a video game. They did. It looked like people, in like live-action people walking around in a video game environment, and it was... It looked like a video
1: game that wasn't as well-refined
0: as Star Wars Battlefront. It's like if you freeze-frame it at any one point, it's very pretty, but... It's actors in a it's flat. in a giant blue screen environment. It's the um, whole
1: movie. I like. I mean, I wouldn't even go as far to say it's pretty. It looks flat. It does. Like, well, that's why I'm
0: saying. Like, if you freeze frame it and you're like, you're looking at it as a picture. It's like, okay, cool. Like, if you presented it out of context, and I'm sure if you sat down at a computer and you're like... And George Lucas is like, this is the environment that we're going to put in. And it's like, oh, that looks cool. Whatever. But uh That's
1: why everyone lost their shit at the trailer for The Phantom Menace. And we're doing it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but J.J. Abrams won't let us down. He can't let us down.
0: I mean... It... You can't. Well, here's the thing. It's like you're starting at rock bottom. You're like, there's not, there's no way that it could be worse. It it could be on par with the prequels in like an alternate universe, but like there's no way that it could be worse. So anything that they do is, you're automatically, you're already better. You're like, okay, it's, it's it's a much better movie because it's not. That other one It's not the shitty one. Um,
1: I I I really actually can't comprehend anyone who says that they like the prequels. I like I I I can't comprehend it. My brain doesn't like words will yeah, be coming out of their mouth exist. and it, it they don't have any meaning to it. So mm-hmm. I can't. I don't it's kind of like I'll this just, podcast. I just shut down, basically. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, no, it's 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 really exciting to see where they're going with this and even the way that. the it's filmed, Mm -hmm. it looks like it's shot by someone with a vision and a story to tell. And that's why... And a soul. And a soul, yeah. And that's why everything looks very unique. It still looks like Star Wars, but it feels like a completely different brand of movie from the prequels. And that's so exciting. Because for the first time since 1982, the film has been given to someone who cares. Uh You know? I mean... The biggest issue with the Star Wars franchise is, well, other than Dave Filoni, is George Lucas in the director's chair. Mm -hmm. Because that is what drove the Star Wars films into the ground. I mean, granted, you can make the argument that he directed the first Star Wars film, but on paper, the first Star Wars film was a colossal nightmare. Mm -hmm. Um, We've stated before that that was a film that was saved in editing. But when you look at the prequels and how he directed those, and you're like, "What, the, what the fuck is going on?" Um, and then you're like, "Okay, maybe it's just because he doesn't like Star Wars and he just shits all over it." And uh, I that's don't why think it was he bad.
0: dislikes Star Wars. I just—he said it himself. He's not a good writer and he's not a good director. So like, why would write why would you helm all three of those movies? It, it's uh, maybe it's an ego thing. Maybe he's just like i'm the star wars guy i want to be known as the star wars guy but uh, i mean people hate him for it now
1: yeah so, yeah.
0: <laughs> so like yeah. literally people cannot stand him you know who
1: still loves them um, for it who lightning fast vhs repair yeah vcr true. repair um because george lucas is single-handedly keeping the star wars movies alive over vhs mm. thank mm. you for supporting vhs um
0: Speaking of VHS, I remember and speaking of Titanic, I remember when Titanic came out, we had it on VHS. It was it's two, two different yeah, yeah, two different tapes.
1: But but Star Wars, no, I'm I'm really excited to see where it goes. Uh there's a lot of interesting things about the trailer. Mark Hamill is doing the narration for it. Mm-hmm. And I think that they just took that line of that sequence of dialogue, they took most of it from his speech in Revenge of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Where he's talking to Leia, like, the force is strong in my family, you know, my father has it, I have it, my sister has it. Um, And then he has an extra line where he's he's... like, yeah, well, (laughs) AIDS, (laughs) Uh, the force is AIDS, Metachlorian AIDS, the maniacal is the movie. And then he has an additional line that says, you have it too. Which I really like that because since you don't know who he's talking to in the contents of the film the way that the trailer is set up it's as if he's talking to the audience mm-hmm. and that single sense of wonderment and endearment of the force is something that george lucas <laughs> ruined. ruined with the concept of Metaclorians. so having that i like to think is a slap in the face of george lucas having that said to the audience where the force is being taken back by the fans where it is now something that you can have it's yours star wars is yours again and we want you to know that even if you don't have the right number of Metaclorians in you're not the Uberman, Superman, Nazi people, that you can be a Jedi. And that, at its core, is why so many people love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, but just when he says that, Mark Hamill sounds like Mark Hamill. Like, he sounds like Luke Skywalker, because in his most recent iterations, whenever I see anything with Mark Hamill, he doesn't sound like Luke Skywalker he mm-hmm. sounds like he's doing, like, the Joker voice or the Trickster voice or
0: any... So he smokes two packs a day.
1: Yeah, or any variation in between. But seeing this, he sounds like Luke Skywalker again. And that's something that made me so happy.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Which is kind of funny when you think about it. I was like, was that a voice? Were you putting that on? Who are you?
1: And yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I just figured
0: you sounded young.
1: Maybe he's just like Peter Dinklage, where he just puts on his accent as his real voice. Mm-hmm. But... But, you know, it's, it's very interesting because if that line wasn't taken from Revenge of the Jedi, he does say that my father has it, not my father had it. Uh, I don't think Darth Vader's still alive. That would be interesting to see. I know in the comic. He
0: can't. He can't be. They he, li- he died. He died. We saw he his did die. Ghost.
1: We did see his ghost. But in having his ghost. oh well, yeah, he could be referring to Yeah, you can still. Be alive, on Surround Alec like Guinness can't unfortunately reprise his roles Obi Wan Kenobi. May- maybe, maybe you and McGregor can be Ghost Obi Wan Kenobi to just put him in old. Makeup. Do you think
0: he would, like? Uh, I at this point.
1: I don't know. They'd probably approach him like, "Listen, Mister McGregor, we know you did the Star Wars movies, but we're we're gonna do them good this
0: time." Well, it's like, I mean, well, yeah. What else is he doing right now? Uh, like...
1: I don't know. He he does a lot of. Like, artsy independent films, yeah, which he's, are fantastic.
0: He's, he's doing the things that fucking Daenerys should be doing. Yeah. Amelia um, Clark.
1: Yeah, but um, but no, I mean, that, that'd just be total fan service, but, I mean, we'll see where it goes.
0: We see a schmoopy Play-Doh Darth Vader helmet in this trailer.
1: Yeah, because uh, it's when it was, like, burned on that fire. But what I was thinking is, in the graphic novel version of Revenge of the Jedi there was a very interesting point where darth vader doesn't die and when he doesn't die he joins the cause of the rebel alliance and he comes back with this badass like it's a darth vader suit but it's white um yeah it's it's That's really weird stupid. uh but his whole thing is like <laughs> now he's going to help the rebel alliance track down the emperor because they don't believe that the emperor is really dead
0: okay That's Uh fine. But so I just I, like he wears white. He wears it's white like the now. lamest Good guys wear like, white. Oh, you see, he's good. So we had to change his he color palette. his color.
1: He's now wearing white leather.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's impossible to keep the suit clean, but
1: he—I yeah, mean—he sweats in all time. He's uh, basically uh, like bacon uh, inside leather.
0: You no, know, you, uh, you just stole that from Robot Chicken. You can't steal jokes from Robot that's Chicken. That's what do we, Pass we, them we do? Off podcasts.
1: That's all we do. Um, hashtag red letter media.
0: <laughs> if they ever listen to this.
1: Yeah. yeah, they got to, well, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not taking material, it's not stealing material, it's emulating. It's a very, very distinct difference. But, uh, but no, it's, 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 in- it's, it's interesting to see where it goes. Another thing is, there's a shot where he, someone hands what, who we assume is Leia Organa, or Leia Solo? I don't know how marriage works. She'd be works. Leia Solo at yeah. this point. I mean, I don't know how marriage works. if someone take the other's name? Well, it's true. Anything? She is a,
0: She's royal.
1: Space princess.
0: But Organa isn't really her name anyway, so... Yeah, it is. It shouldn't be. But it is. That's stupid. Why? Because if I found out that I was, like, the child of, like, the emperor of the universe or the emperor's, like, guard dog, I'd still choose that name. You're going to be the, the child Rachel. of
1: the lackey to the most evil person in the universe... Yes. rather than the uh the child to the political family who had so much political gain they created the rebel alliance and in turn became martyrs because their planet was fucking destroyed no fuck by your people. biological father
0: they were not in the movie except for the prequels don't care
1: <laughs> but um
0: jimmy smiths
1: but <laughs> <laughs> but but um god what were you we saying but someone hands her a lightsaber and the lightsaber, I looked at the trailer, and it is the, is it the Luke Anakin? Skywalker, it Anakin sense. Skywalker lightsaber from uh, episode three, as well as the original Star Wars film, and oh, half of that. Take Back, Empire Strikes Back, uh, which
0: is curious. Fell down into the bottom of the Death Star, and they blew it up.
1: Well, oh, I was saying that it's curious as to how they got that, unless they created an exact replica of that lightsaber, and if not, how did they get it? Because that was in Luke's hand. The hand that got cut off, oh, and be "Awesome! If she'd like, hand, hand it to
0: her, and the hand still on it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just kind of like knock it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. not And then it scurries away like the thing.
1: I masturbated in that hand.
0: But <laughs> why do you think it's stuck?
1: <laughs> but but another thing is like how casually she just she hands her the lightsaber like blade and facing her? Like you're handing this to this is the most deadly weapon in the universe, part of the death star That's how they
0: that's how, and you're handing that's how it they to get her. rid of Carrie Fisher in that's this they, movie. She,
1: yeah. she grabs it and just activates and it kills her.
0: It's like, oh uh, thanks. <laughs> 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 but,
1: but yeah, no, it's it's uh it's it's very great. It's, it's well shot. Um and then there's that. And you get a bunch of inch insert shots of shit blowing up. And John Boyega looking depressed. And uh, Ray helping Finn up off the ground. Uh, And everything looks spectacularly real. Mm -hmm. uh, Which goes back to the use of practical effects and why that makes me so happy. But then, at the end of the trailer, you get it. Syphilis. (laughs) What do you get, Pino?
0: I don't like it. I, 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 I like that he's in it or whatever, but it's just... I've watched this trailer again and again and again, and I'm like, oh, it's so dumb. This is lame. It's old Han Solo, being all old and shit, and regular Chewbacca. They didn't even like bother to age him.
1: Okay, so I've I've seen this argument before. Why would they age Chewbacca? I
0: don't care. Like that's Why? not what I, that's not, that's that's not my complaint. I'm just like it's so do you cheesy. Realize, do you it's realize like, that eh. Chewbacca is like 400. i don't give a fuck about Chewbacca. I'm just saying, they're, they're like it's it's old ass Harrison Ford looking old and I don't even really like that they're in the movie first of all I don't I would have preferred like this whole thing to be new and be like oh look they're all dead who gives a shit cuz they're all like I I don't want and when JJ Abrams said it's going to be their movie this is it's going to be like a handing of the torch um in a way, but this first one, it is their story still. I'm like, I don't want to watch old, fat Carrie Fisher and, like, run around and go on adventures. That's that's almost as stupid to me as seeing, like, baby Han Solo running around on the Millennium Falcon in the prequels, had that been a thing and I'm surprised that it's not. Well, but, about... like, I just, I don't care about them anymore. Like, their story's done.
1: Well, everyone knows that you need to continue the story, I mean, because you need the booze. Right? <laughs> yeah. But,
0: Hashtag where's the booze? Hashtag
1: where's the booze? Hashtag Gotham.
0: But it's, and then that's just the thing with Harrison Ford. It's like he's so sleepy looking, and like, <laughs> he just doesn't look like he wants to be there. He's kind of giving like a half smile, a roguish know, I... half smile. But like, and, and like he's wearing the same clo- like the same jacket. It's like it's dude, not. Is it?
1: No, it's not the same jacket. It's also not the same shirt. It's actually it's the it's, a, it's the same color scheme, but it's different
0: clothing. And yeah, no one gives a shit. It's the, it's the same jacket from Indiana Jones. Kingdom of it's the got
1: crystal the, skull yeah, it's got but hat. but no th- that was one of my but concerns. joy is... we're home joy we're home
0: joy we're home joy we're home ender it's your game now it's,
1: good God, but that and that was one of my concerns like harrison ford's gonna be in the movie awesome hand and the han president solo...
0: get out of my plane
1: uh, <laughs> han solo was my favorite part Of the Star Wars franchise because he was that rogue character. He was great. Uh, And that was also the last time that Harrison Ford gave a shit about acting.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, He already quit at that point. Yeah. Started as an actor. Then he's like, no, I'm just going to be a general contractor. Yeah. Made some cabinets in George Lucas's house. And he was like, hey, you want to be in a movie? Because that's the way it works in Hollywood. Folks, ladies and gentlemen. Make cabinets. Fuck acting school. Be a carpenter. (laughs) Be a carpenter. But Go I, learn a real trade, and then maybe he'll get lucky.
1: <laughs> but I was I was hoping that maybe maybe he'll care. Maybe he'll appear as if he cares, because I mean, in the past, he looks like he cares. He does. I just, he it's he, just he lame. has that semblance of caring, which in in the past, like I just twenty years, don't he's been have an actor. any
0: interest whatsoever in watching like old tarnished versions. It's like. I don't. It would be like if we were having like a new Superman movie with Christopher Reeves as Superman in a wheelchair. Just because, like, oh, it's the one from the old one, right? It's it's just the same. I'm like, no. That, well, I
1: mean, I you say that, but how much do you like the Flash?
0: I don't. You I don't, don't watch the Flash. I don't, I don't dislike the Flash. I don't watch it, but yeah, and you have the Trickster, but and that's yeah, whatever. I mean, it's an older version... But, like, at least with him, he wasn't the... I didn't even see that episode, honestly. <laughs> he was wasn't the real was trickster, right? There was a younger version of the trickster, too. Yeah. Okay, so it wasn't just, like, his thing, and, like, we're gonna pretend that he's regular age trickster. And even it if was. it was... You could have an old... I'm not... This isn't uh, This isn't anything against old people. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Ageism, um,
1: What do you think of The Vulture in Amazing Spider-Man 3? No, I'm just kidding.
0: But it's like, I, I don't like watching old versions of the same characters, and then we're going to pretend that it's the same thing. I... I don't want to watch, like, 90-year-old Harrison Ford with a Walker going around the Millennium Falcon and then pretend it was the same thing with Indiana Jones. It's like, just recast the thing, do a reboot instead of... I don't want to watch geriatric Indiana Jones. I don't care. I would almost rather watch a Shia LaBeouf movie, but I take that back. That's not true. <laughs> um... Just lost all your credibility. Oh uh, no! no, no. Who's uh, who did they did they officially confirm that we're getting Chris Pratt Indiana Chris Jones? Pratt and... uh, I
1: don't think they did, but I I want to see the continuation of the story because these are characters that many of us grew up with, and I was tearing up in the trailer not because how beautifully shot it was, but because it feels like the return to form was lacking in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, this not only feels I was
0: too schmaltzy for me.
1: Yeah, this not only feels like. A Star Wars movie, but in seeing these characters and seeing that passing of the torch that I hope we get to see, which is what we're promised, um, it bridges the gap between that generation and this new generation, and how the continuation of Star Wars will continue long beyond any actor age or beyond any semblance of, uh, you know, passage of time, but that it's a timeless story. So I hope we get to see. Where these characters end up, how what they've been doing, because in all honesty, in the battle between the rebellion and the empire, they didn't win the battle when they blew up the second Death Star. Well, they won
0: the battle. They didn't win the war. Yes, yeah. that's, that's where people.
1: That's where yeah, they they won the battle, but they didn't win the war. Um, and in, in a universe where you are now the leaders of the rebellion, like pretty much Luke Skywalker was, because no one gave a shit about Admiral Ackbar, uh, or Um, you now become public enemy number one. Mm -hmm. And in having that imperial perspective, you can see, like, oh, these are war criminals. Like, we need to hunt them down. They killed millions of people on the Death Star. Uh, You can see how that would impact them. And you will never escape that stigma of being this rebellious leader. So even if you wanted to, you could try, but you can't. Mm. So
0: And don't get me wrong, I'm still very excited about this. And with the exception of the button end, it's the only thing I don't really care. And I'm looking at it right now, like the shot of him in Chewbacca. It looks like this was taken at Comic Con or something. Like a promotional still. It's like, oh we're gonna dress him up and he's gonna kinda look like Han Solo and we're gonna put him on the old Millennium Falcon set. Gee Whiz. I'm like, it doesn't look like a new part of a movie. It just this looks like an advertisement. Like this it, even just the way that it's shot, even, like, the frame, I'm like, it looks like it was made to be, like, a postcard. Um,
1: I would buy that postcard.
0: I bet you would. And the way that it's lit, I'm like, that where is this book- light coming from that's on his face? It's It was made to be a picture. But, um... Are you complaining that the shot is well lit? No, the shot's not well lit. The shot is functionally lit. It's not well lit. Fuck you. But no, I just like, I don't want, <sighs> I'm trying to even think how to frame this argument. Like if, okay, what I was picturing, um, this, this whole thing, because you get this, I, this, this image of Luke Skywalker as being like this old wizened figure, right?
1: He's the new Yoda.
0: Yeah, more, kinda. But he's gone through an arc, okay? So he's not, he's now this other character, Basically, he's he's had this progression, and we're going to see him interact with new people um, in a way that is new. It's not going to be seventy-year-old Mark Hamill running around in his like karate gi with with a, a Sky of with, Walker. Yeah, it's not going to be him in his old costume from before, and us saying, "Oh, it's just a new adventure with Luke." It's 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 a new thing, yeah. right? It's uh, he, he he's had an arc. He's there's a reason for him to be there. I don't want to look at, like, a lesser resolution photocopy of the original Star Wars movies. I don't want to see Han Solo, well, have him pilot the Millennium Falcon, cool. But it, don't try to make him the same person that he was 25 years ago, because he's not. He, you realize he has one line of dialogue. I don't think we can, we, we can't say
1: yet whether he... I'm looking the same at character. this
0: shot where they dress him like Han Solo, put him with Chewbacca, and it's all just a visual callback, and that's not fine. It's like a button end, It was made for the trailer basically because where is this even going to fit in the movie i
1: don't know maybe they have to retake the millennium falcon maybe the empire has the millennium falcon
0: maybe they get it back maybe lando was a dick and took the millennium falcon back you don't know but and that's fine but would you if you were in that situation would you come back and be like hey chewy we're home smile into camera that's lame it's for the trailer
1: (laughs) well no Amazing Spider-Man 2 was for the trailer. You don't know the context in which this can fit in yet. What it I'm saying is there's, well.
0: there is no context other than in the trailer to be like, oh, it's Han and chewy." There's no context that this could fit and look natural. It's not natural looking. At all. That's what I always say about your face. Well,
1: that's true. But it still exists. But my face is in a movie. Are you sure? This could be the Truman Show. And I could Rose almost guarantee laughing. you
0: that this shot's probably not going to be in the movie. It might be. But I doubt it.
1: Okay, December eighteenth, twenty fifteen. Uh, mark, mark our words. We'll see.
0: No, well, I, I bet you one hostess cupcake that it's not.
1: All right, good. Prepare to lose. But no, I, I do like I do like the shot because saying that you know, like, should we were home? It's kind of that representation in both reality and in the fictional universe. Now. Uh, why he has to take back the Millennium Falcon in the context that I'm thinking oh, about. Oh, I don't care about don't that. I'm saying... But it's 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 that context of when you see Han Solo and Chewie together yet again, guns drawn in the place that they're supposed to love. It's that kind of representation of Han Solo can't be at home unless he's in his bay. Babe- oh,
0: you are uh, being way too deep.
1: If, if, if he's are you're,
0: you're trying to make this way deeper. It, if, <laughs> if
1: he's in his home ready for action... Because that's the kind of person that he is.
0: You know what this shot says? What? Chewie, we're in a movie again. It's... <laughs> I don't think you need to wax poetic with it. It's, it's these two characters that you know and love from the old movies. Now they're in this movie, well, I mean, too.
1: The best thing about Star Wars is the original trilogy was poetry. And that was why it was so beautiful.
0: And the prequel, you're shaking your head. You're, Fuck you, Pino. No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not shaking my head at the idea. I'm shaking my head at like, oh my God, this is, you're getting way too deep with it.
1: You're just way too shallow. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> but no, it's, it's what the prequel, the prequels just felt incredibly sterile. I mean, they didn't feel like movies mm-hmm. in the first place, but they felt just shitty. Like they didn't feel like anyone cared in the project. Not even the actors cared. No one cared. And that was the problem. Mm-hmm. With this, you get to feel like not only is it bringing it back to the fans, but it's bringing it back for well, the tone. And that's, what it's, tone. that's yeah. what it's doing. And that's what it's I, for. I don't yeah. think
0: that this this shot tonally looks like anything. I think it's literally J.J. J. Abrams tipping his hat saying, it's like the old movies. It's all. That's all it's saying. It's the old characters in these movies, and we're going to make it the same.
1: But I don't think it's going to be necessarily like... Focusing. Like, it's I like him saying, oh, look, think, Star Wars is good again. Is I don't what, think you're going to get an entire movie about old Han Solo running around with old Carrie Fisher. I certainly hope not. I don't think we are. Because if it's any indication... Because if it
0: is, I'm going to be pissed. Let's, and I'm let's gonna take it this way. And this, <laughs> this podcast. And fuck you, Abrams. <laughs> Go eat a dick. Uh, Jar Jar Abrams. Uh, Jar Jar. <laughs> yeah,
1: if, yeah, that's funny. If, if you take it about it percentage-wise, okay? We've had, th- let's say, Three minutes three minutes of footage so far, okay? Mm-hmm. is a teaser. With, it's, it says official with, teaser with, number two. With both it has these, nothing to do with anything. With both these teasers, let's take the three minutes that we have. Percentage-wise, thinking of the time that we have, the percentage of old characters to new characters that you see them on screen mm-hmm. would be maybe 10%. Sure. Which would mean... Hopefully, because, I mean, the first trailer that you had had nothing to do with the old characters. Mm-hmm. Nothing at all.
0: Oh, and I, I'm not basing it off the trailers. I'm just basing it off of what J.J. Abrams literally said. Like, verbatim was, this is their story.
1: Well, I mean, George Lucas also said that we're getting new Star Wars movies George in the Lucas early 90s. George Lucas has
0: said a lot of things <laughs> in his You life. can't
1: mess with old films, because if you do, it defeats the purpose and makes it a barbaric society. Well, what about the Star Wars movies? Uh, you know, special editions. Oh, it doesn't count, because those are my movies. Yeah. But, no, but no, I...
0: What was my original vision?
1: Who's my original shitty vision. If that's true, your vision is shit.
0: mm mm-hmm. um, You accidentally made some really good movies.
1: Really bad. The only one to have fucked up on that big of a colossal failure is Michael Bay and Paul W.S. Anderson. Actually, Uwe Boll, too. I can't give Uwe bullshit. shit. Uve Bold knows his movies are shit. <laughs> There's no way you're making a postal movie where you take a cat where you take a cat, stick a gun in its ass, and make it a silencer and take it seriously in any way, shape, or form. But I'm excited for Star Wars. Yeah,
0: Star Wars so am I. makes Absolutely. me really happy. Everything about this trailer makes me really happy Everything except for the one really shot. It was just like the one like. You didn't need it. You didn't need it at all. Because we knew that it was coming.
1: Yeah, that's basically when the first teaser trailer came out. Everyone knew that the Millennium Falcon was gonna make it into that teaser in mm-hmm. some way, and it did. And was it surprising? No. But was it beautiful? Yes. Everyone loves
0: it. I wouldn't say that this last thing was beautiful. I'd say it's like topping a beautiful cake with like a tiny little dingleberry right on top of it. You're calling the Millennium
1: Falcon a dingleberry?
0: I'm calling old Harrison Ford. Uh, dressed as Han Solo. Stupid.
1: Well, oh we God. we will see come December. Cause like, I will tell you how wrong you are. Uh, I I'm gonna be I so... Did, you know, this like, is basically the Phantom Menace hype all over again. Because everyone's like, it's not gonna suck. It can't suck. How could it possibly suck? It's Star Wars. It's gonna be awesome. We have Oscar Schindler as a Jedi. It's gonna be great. <laughs>
0: well Wait, are you saying this is gonna suck?
1: I'm saying that we're all so excited...
0: Yeah, based on virtually nothing, it could still be crap. But...
1: Oh, I'm I'm based on the credentials of the movie. I mean, J J Abrams. J J Abrams basically yeah. took Star Trek and made it Star Wars, and people mm. suddenly gave a shit about it. What at what the I was
0: say, I, I wouldn't say that everything J J Abrams has done has been wonderful. I'd say that it, like his average is pretty good, pretty damn good. Yeah, pretty, pretty decent average. But his yeah. his grade is great. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, Gary Kurtz. Is I believe the screenwriter. Well, I just Who think wrote?
0: that he's the appropriate director for something like this. Yeah. Like you said, he did well, make he... Star Trek into Star Wars. Um, he's he's got a very he's got a good sense of fun and adventure, and that's exactly what these movies should be.
1: Yeah, because he, he basically took he took Star Trek, which is science fiction, and he turned it into Star Wars, which was science fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's and more why. More things that
0: we're stealing from Red Letter Media.
1: Did he? Did we?
0: Yeah, like. They had, like, that entire, they made, like, a huge thesis about that. But.
1: Oh. Well, because J.J. Abrams has said many times, like, he he was not a fan of Star Trek. He stated at the Star Wars panels, like, my friends like Star Trek. I tried to get into Star Trek. I never liked Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Um, and what he did was he basically injected Star Wars into Star Trek. And that's why it was so successful. And that's why everyone lost their he shit He made it a lot it.
0: more accessible to, like, an actual audience.
1: Yeah. Um, and it was, it was great. It was really good. Uh, so, now giving Star Wars into the hands of actually someone who likes Star Wars? Yeah. I'm, I'm hopeful. I really am.
0: Um,
1: actually, something we missed. Um, Brienne of Tarth is in Star Wars. Yeah. Do you actually see her in this at all? You see I mean, you Shadow see Trooper, the... yeah.
0: Yeah. It's just, you don't actually see her face or anything.
1: Yeah, no, but Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones. I, I don't know what her name is. I believe
0: is. that's her actual name.
1: That's her actual name, yeah. Um, she is playing the Shadow Trooper, which I they, they didn't say a name, but it, in the series there's something called the Shadow Trooper, now we have a Shadow Trooper, and it looks
0: awesome. Well, what's weird is the Shadow Trooper is also named Brienne of Tarth.
1: If that's true, yeah. So we're getting Brienne of Tarth. Uh, she was transported into the Star Wars universe, or Star Wars and Game of Thrones could be in the same universe. We don't know.
0: Maybe they are. Maybe, Maybe they're... Oh.
1: Maybe the season finale of Game of Thrones is that the Millennium Falcon's gonna land, <laughs> and Brienne of Tartt's gonna go, "It's solo," and whip a blaster out of her ass and start firing. That would honestly be the best thing in the world.
0: It it lands, and then can you uh, imagine if George uh, R. 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 Martin... Harrison Forty's like, "Hey kid, I'm flying solo," and that's basically the quality of dialogue that we're getting from this. It would be the exact same thing as this stupid shot. But I, I I really hope that
1: George R. R Martin, in writing his current book, is like, and then the Millennium Falcon lands.
0: <laughs> yeah. Why not? Um, anyway, uh, we're like an hour into this, so we should probably move on. Uh, other thing. Batman 5 Superman...